Welcome to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where nurses come to learn how to lose weight for good by ending the BS cycle. So if you are a busy, stressed out nurse, and no matter what you do to lose weight, nothing is working, then you are in the right place. Each week, I will show you how I lost 100 pounds, but more importantly, I will show you how you can be able to enjoy your job and your life. So let's get started. Welcome. Today I'm going to talk about, you know, are you stuck in this diet cycle and are you setting that New Year's resolution to lose the weight this year? But it's the same resolution as every year. And don't get me wrong, I'm I'm chuckling because this is where I was for so, so many years. And what's really going on is, you know, our diets, we set these diets. Diets typically start in the new year, January 1st. You know, we have we have all these resolutions about weight and losing that weight that pop into our mind. You know, we resolve to lose a certain amount of pounds or follow a certain diet or never eat anything off our plan. Or we're resolving to eat healthier in a way that's, you know, feeling good. And don't don't get me wrong, like that's not a bad thing. But what usually happens in January when we're setting these New Year's resolutions is we end up going on these drastic diets or these cleanses, the quick fixes, the ones that promise us, you know, lose this weight, the quick, easy way. But the thing is, those ones, most of the time, majority of the time, they don't they're not healthy, they're not sustainable. And that is why we keep starting January with the same New Year's resolution. The other thing is, you know, we start January from a place of starting over. You know, the holidays came, we had these thoughts, I'm not going to have it again in January because, you know, I'm going to start that diet or we've We've like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I've had, I, you know, it's holidays. I'm going to eat whatever I want. I want that to change for you next year. That we don't need to happen because what I'm here to share with you will get rid of that and also get you started losing weight in a way that is sustainable, that is healthy, that will have you losing this weight for the last time. So, What I'm going to go over is some of the things that I teach my clients that work to lose weight. And these are the things that I use, and I still use them to keep me uh, on that path of keeping that weight off. So I'm going to give you, I think it's like nine tips, nine tips that you can use to start losing weight in a way that's sustainable. So tip number one is stop the all or nothing way of eating. That never works. Like too often when we're on this diet, we're, think about it, we're either all in, we're dieting, we're following it to a T, but then something happens in our life and we, you know, we go off plan. So many of us call it fall fall off the wagon, whatever you want to say. So many of us then do that and then tell ourselves, well, I've messed up. What's the point? And we quit. So we're either all in following that diet 
or we're all out totally doing everything that's not going to help us lose weight. So what I want you to know is that no snack, no treat, no meal, no drink, no day on the couch will ruin your ability to lose weight. Why I say that is it's not just a one one off thing that's going to derail your weight loss. What I teach is it's a pattern. We look at all the data that's going on. Yeah, you have a day that, you know, things were perfect. But what I teach is there is no such thing as perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. Instead, looking at instead of, you know, thinking, well, if I can't do it all right, then I'm not doing it at all. Instead, what I do and what I teach my clients is, and this is what step number two is, or tip number two is using how you're eating as data. So what we do in my program is we do 24-hour plans. So we write what we're realistically going to eat for the day. Then we write what we did eat for the day. So if you ate off plan, you write that. No big deal. And then as you go on at the end of the day, at the end of the week, like you, you look at your data for the day. And then you also look at it for the week. And at the end of the day, at the end of the week, you're always asking yourself what worked, what didn't work, and what can I do different tomorrow? That is where the magic is, because that then has you stopping and starting and quitting. You don't have to start over again. And there, there's no reason to start over again if you just look at all you're doing as data. It's not about you messing up and, sorry, can't get it perfectly. Letting go of perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. Tip number three is the only bad food is the one you don't enjoy. There is no such thing as good or bad foods like the diets tell us. You know, the good foods are all the healthy foods. The bad foods are the ones that, you know, we enjoy, that we look at as treats. But I'm here to tell you, there is no such thing. They're foods. The only bad food is ones you don't enjoy eating. Like, think about it. How many diets you've been on and have you eating foods you don't enjoy? Are you going to continue doing that? No. So let's get back here. So no foods are good or bad. That's where the magic is. Because when we focus on bad foods, then we don't eat them. We restrict ourselves and we deprive ourselves. And instead of making sure, you know, making sure that, you know, hey, I can have it. We're like telling ourselves, no, it's bad. We can't have it. But what I teach my clients on is you plan it in at least once a week. You plan it in, you plan something you enjoy in. That's it. There's no big deal. It's not bad food. So then when you do eat it, that's okay. There's no guilt. There's no shame you just allow yourself to eat it. That's where you're then going to teach yourself to, okay, I'm eating it. Do I like it? Do I not? Because think about it, when you restrict and deprive yourself and you eat it, you actually don't even taste it. I did that. I would eat it all and I would like, I don't even know if I liked it or not. But when you stop the restricting or depriving, you learn how to plan it in, what, at least one a week. And then when you eat it, you ask yourself, like, do I really enjoy it? 
Then when you're having it, then you start focusing on, okay, the next time I have it, how can I level it up a bit? So for me, I started with sitting on that couch, eating out of a bucket of ice cream. Then I put it in a bowl and then I put a smaller bowl and a smaller bowl, leveling it up. That's what's so important. And then what really happens with this process and what happened to me with ice cream, I realized I actually don't really enjoy it that much. And I lost my desire to even have it. You start taking control back over the food. When you restrict and deprive, you're giving control to that food. Time to start taking control back because that is so possible. So tip number four, start talking kinder to yourself. This is so important. So many of us, you know, and I've talked about this on many other episodes, but why it's so important is, is because when we talk harshly to ourselves, we create ourselves, like we say these things, these thoughts we tell ourselves, you know, on what's wrong with you? Why can't you do it? You fail all the time. You'll never lose this weight. That creates feelings of, you know, disappointment, sadness, hopelessness, frustration. And from that place, the actions we take, yeah, we might try starting, you know, that diet and try sticking to it. But when we're feeling not the greatest, our actions don't, our actions we take don't lead us to what we need to do to lose that weight for the last time. So I'm here to tell you, talking unkindly and harshly to yourself, even though you think that's going to help you get you to doing what you need to do, it works in the opposite. Like, think about it. How would you feel like, sorry, what kind of actions would you take if you told yourself, you'll figure this out? You'll always, you, you always do. You can do this. I have faith in you. All you have to do is take one step at a time. You'll feel hopeful and motivated and inspired. And from those feelings, the actions you take will be ones that will get you to your goal. So tip number five is check your gas tank. So you wouldn't go fill your tank up with gas when it's full, like you don't need any more gas. But how often do we eat because, you know, the diets tell us, okay, you have to have breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, supper, snack, or we've been conditioned, breakfast is the most important thing, you better eat it. Or, um, you know, you're, you're told, you know, well, if you don't eat it, then you're going to be so hungry later on. There's all these diet mentality rules. But what is so important is, is you only eat when you are physically hungry. So asking yourself in that moment, when you're going to eat, asking yourself, am I physically hungry? You need to do that because you need to recognize the difference between you wanting to eat versus you needing to eat to fuel your body. If your tank is full, meaning your body has the fuel, your car has the fuel, you don't need any more. Think about it. Like there are many times in my day that I have to catch myself and go, am I really hungry? Because I'm, I'm going back to old habits going, well, I need breakfast. No, I don't. Pay attention. Am I physically hungry? That's what's most important. And I guarantee you, you'll be surprised 
on how often you will catch yourself that you're eating because you're bored or stressed or tired or overwhelmed or lonely or telling yourself you deserve it. When you're eating for those times, you're not eating for needing, you're eating for wanting. So then tip number six is end the mindless eating. So many of us eat on autopilot. The thing about that is that when we eat on autopilot, and I don't know if this happened to you, but it's happened to me and it's happened to my clients. You'll empty, you'll go eat, you'll look down at your empty plate, and then you'll ask yourself, did I really eat all that? I don't remember eating it. That's you eating on autopilot. That's you eating mindlessly. And our brains, despite what you may think, and this was a big thing for me, despite what we think, our brains don't do well at multitasking. The best they do is doing one thing at a time. Again, this was something that I really struggle with because I used to really brag and be so proud of how great of a multitasker I am. But when I really now look at it, when I multitask, I actually didn't do anything really well. And that is where we have to pay attention and, and pull back on with our eating. We have to do one thing at a time. We need to be mindfully eating. When we eat, we eat with no distractions. Because if you have distractions, you're multitasking. How many times, you know, when you're eating, when you're sorry, when you're socializing and watching TV, that's the time you look down at your plate. And I'm like, I don't remember eating it. So you have to eat mindfully, no distractions. And when you're eating, you're, you're focusing on that bite. You're focusing on how it tastes in your mouth, how it feels in your mouth, how it feels in your body, like checking in to see, have I had enough? How is my body feeling? So tip number seven, exercising because you want to, not because you have to. So the old way that I knew was you exercise to lose weight uh, or, you know, you exercise because you overate, you ate those sweets. So, you know, you've got to get that weight off. So you better exercise or you exercise so that you could have that treat. I want you to stop all that. That is punishing. That's you then dreading exercising. And when you're dreading it, do you really consistently do it? You stop it and start it. That's why you're not motivated to lose weight. When you're dreading it, dreading exercise, that's not to keep you motivated to keep on going. Instead, what you want to do is focus on, okay, what would be enjoyable for me? What could I do that I can do consistently? And then focusing on, you know, what can I do? Like focusing on exercise for health benefits, for that enjoyment. And when you do it from that place, that is what will help you do it consistently. And it doesn't matter if you start on the smallest thing, start small and build up. How often did I start in the beginning that I started with walking five minutes? That's it. All you have to do is start walking five minutes and then you build up to 10 minutes and then you build up to 50 minutes. When you don't start at the extreme level, 
then you will keep going. You'll be motivated to try a little more and go a little more. And also, actually, what also happens too is when you tell yourself it's only five minutes, most of the time you get out there and you end up going longer. So tip number eight, are you truly hungry? You have to ask yourself that question. Like when you're reaching for food and you've got this little inkling in you that, you know, I'm probably not really physically hungry, but hey, my brain is telling me I need to eat. I want to eat. Stop and ask yourself, like, what do I really need in this moment? Is it sleep? Is it sitting on the couch for even five minutes and just shutting your eyes? Taking a breath, taking a bath, going for a walk, talking to someone. When we're reaching for food, that's usually us trying to feel better, looking for something to feel better. Well, guess what? What happens is when we reach for the food and we eat that food, yeah, in the moment, it does help us feel better. But that's because we're distracted from what's going on in our brain and how we're feeling. Then after we've eaten, we still have the thoughts and the feelings. And now we feel crappy and we have guilt and shame on top of it. So we have the initial feeling and then we have a, a it's compounded with more negative feeling. So instead, it's really focusing on what else can I do that will have me feeling just a little bit better in that moment. That's where it, it is so important to just really pay attention to what do you need? Like for me, there's so many times when my brain's yelling at me, you're hungry, go eat. And one of my biggest ones is when I'm tired, that's what my brain tells me. And in that moment, because I've done this work and I've practiced it so often, I tell myself, no, the food isn't going to make you feel better. You need to get to bed earlier. That's what you need to do. So get this work done and get to bed. And guarantee I end up feeling so much better in the morning. And I'm so grateful that I didn't end up overeating. And the final one is number nine, learn how to say no so you can say yes to yourself. And this one for us nurses is a really difficult one I found. And it was for me because I viewed self-care as being selfish, but it's not. It is a necessity. You know, we spend like how often do you give to everyone and do for everyone and then that leaves you feeling mentally and physically exhausted. And I'm not telling you to stop doing everything for everybody. But what I'm doing is telling you it's time to really pay attention to evaluating what, how much do I need to do? How much do I want to do? And what can I say no to? It's about priorities. It's about setting boundaries. And those are the big things we work on in my program, too. I never knew all that. And I had to learn it all. Because when we're, you know, mentally and physically exhausted, we are at that point where we're irritable and moody and short-tempered and tired and exhausted. And from that place, when we are feeling that, we are not the best person we can be. That's where I was. And it wasn't until I learned about, you know, that putting my oxygen mask on first. I never read, I laughed at that before and I never really understood it before. And it wasn't until I hit that burnout stage at 42 that I couldn't give and do for anybody more. I was laying in bed, just struggling to get out of bed. That was when 
I put my oxygen mask on and that's where I found a coaching program. And that coaching program taught me that I actually was being selfish by not looking after myself. That program changed my life. That program taught me that it is okay to look after myself, to do what I need to do. And it taught me the things to change so much in my life that I ended up losing that 100 pounds. But that was only a side effect of how improved my life was. I left an unhealthy marriage, a 22-year marriage. I left nursing to do this because I wanted to follow my passion, my relationships with my kids and my my new husband is so much better. But before I left nursing, I was able to go to work and not be so stressed. That was the biggest thing because that's what burnt me out. I was burnt out because I didn't know how to deal with that stress. And that's what I teach in my program as well. So If you find any benefit from this and you know somebody else that's struggling with this, please share it with them. Because I want you, I want all us nurses who are struggling to start 2022 in a whole new way that will get you losing weight for the last time. It it is doable. I've done it and my clients do it. So if this is something that you know you need help with and you know you need not even the help in showing you like what's going on because so many times we don't even know what's going on inside of us because it's it's our habit. That's all we know. We need somebody to show us what's going on, but also holding us accountable. That's what I do with my clients. I'm there to help them stay accountable And that is what will get them to their goal. So if this is you and you're ready to start 2021 using a whole new approach that works to changing your life and as a side effect, losing that weight, then book a free call at karenshable.com forward slash contact forward slash. And we can check out if my program is the right fit for you. So have an amazing New Year's Eve New Year's Day, start in your New Year's. And I know that this year is going to be the best and going to be so different and amazing for you because it is already for my clients. So have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where my goal is to help you end the BS cycle so you can start enjoying your job and your life and lose weight for good. To learn more about working closely with me, please visit me at karenshable.com and I'll see you next week.